Hi, it's whatever day I actually release this. So this is a special episode <laughs> of Return to the Hellmouth. So after we finished this week's record, I decided let's do a special episode because right now things are super scary and the coronavirus is keeping everybody in their homes because nobody knows quite what to do. And also we want to flatten that curve. And yeah. try to get at least amount of people exposed as possible so yeah. doctors and nurses and other health officials can do their jobs. Yeah. Since this is a coronavirus episode, just the do the very basic things that people have told you to do. Limit your contact with other people. Wash your damn hands. If you, you know, start having symptoms, take care of yourself and, you know, take care of those around you. You can, you can meow the Buffy the Vampire Slayer theme song or la-la it through while you wash your hands so you give yourself a timer? 20 seconds at least. I have also seen um, people using the um, opening like in every generation there is a chosen one. Uh, that huh. little mono- monologue is about 20 seconds long. That's really good for using for washing your hands. And if you want something else, I would suggest wash your hand, sorry, washyourlyrics.com, which is a site where you can plug in any song you want by any artist you want, and it will make one of those handy dandy like charts and give you 20 seconds of any song that you want out there. So whatever floats your boat in terms of music, you can throw it in there and then you can make sure you know your 20 seconds. And as Barney says, you don't, you don't have to keep the water running when you do it. That is, is true. also true for so conservation purposes. Water? Right. Wash your hands. Yeah. Wash your hands. Easy. Super easy. Please, everyone, be careful out there. We we all love you, and we also love ourselves, and we don't want to be exposed to people who are not taking care of themselves. Uh, Which, you know, I'll say this is a nice thing about doing a podcast with people in totally different places in the United States and Canada, is that, you know, we can still record our episodes and not actually have to be in the same room. We are social distancing like nobody's business right now. Uh, episodes from us will not slow down because of this. It might slow down for other reasons because who knows? We disappeared for like a year. <laughs> so the whole purpose of this episode is because people are practicing social distancing and lots of people want to know what you know they can do around their houses. We thought we'd give some recommendations and Obviously, the first thing that comes to our minds is just binge to Buffy and Angel because there's so much of that. But let us go beyond that because the four of us have so many things that we are interested in that let's, you know, throw out some suggestions of people can, you know, quarantine and chill with. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I personally think that everybody should host a... um, uh, a gothic Victorian ghost story challenge, like pretend you're in Geneva in 1816. But you know like that's yeah. but that's just me. And also, like, like you probably don't have Lord Byron hanging around to like offer you laudanum for such an experience. So <laughs> I know you're making me want to make Doctor Who jokes, which of course nobody will get because I don't think anybody, any of you have seen that episode yet. But I have. All right. Um, in terms of this is Jan. Um, some recommendations, just in the vein of Buffy type thing. I will start with there, and then we'll we'll probably one is Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is on Netflix. If you can get that, based on the comic series, comic book series of um, it's sort of the the Archie expanded universe. But 
It's really good. It's supernatural. It's feminist. It's queer friendly. It it's sort of like more teen oriented than adult oriented, but not for children. So I mean, like, there's my my running joke is there's one orgy scene in season one that's like so ridiculously tame. It's like not even remotely erotic, but it's good. And, and the acting is really great. And like I said, feminist, queer friendly. Um, just really, really good, even though I will fight to the death because Richard Coyle says the word Samhain instead of Samhain, and he should know better. But, um, and it's got a lesson. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be, he's the, the, the head of the Church of Night, basically the satanic church, and he, like, lets out a Samhain, and I scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But other than that, seriously, it's, it's a fabulous, fabulous show. And then the other thing is that I, my own pet love, and it's coming back, actually, in um, a month or so, or whenever April 15th is based on why, when you're hearing this, um, is what we do in the shadows. Um, the movie, I think, is on Amazon and some other places for pay, but the TV series is on FX and now it's on Hulu, and the new series will be on Hulu as of the next day. Um, like I said, it's airing as the 15th, and it's, it's a spinoff from the original movie where you have four vampires living in a house together in Staten Island as compared to four uh, three vampires living in a house together in Auckland or Wellington, New Zealand. Um, but it's really funny. Again, queer friendly, um, very feminist, very positive, and also funny as fuck. It helped me a lot last year when I was dealing with the death of a very, very good friend. But the only thing that made me happy and the only thing that kind of pulled me out of the, oh my God, my best friend of 42 years is gone. And it's just, it's great writing and I just love all the characters. So it's, it's just a great show. I was going to do like stuff for Costume Con based on that, but time and money. So maybe someday. Well, I mean, like, it was actually probably a good thing that you didn't do that because Costume Con was actually this weekend and it ended up being canceled because uh, uh, Montreal won't allow gatherings of over uh, 250 people. Um, right, it was literally canceled the Thursday of, and I believe things for the con usually start Thursday night, um, going into Friday morning. So there were a lot of people who went to Montreal thinking they were going to have a good time and, and cons and with all their costumes and all their cool stuff, and then literally were told, oh, no, sorry, like a half an hour after they got there. So it's been a sad thing. Beyond the usual, hey, if you want, like, 60-plus years of content, feel free to watch OG Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> if you're looking, On Britbox, for sure. Yeah. If you're looking for uh, feel-good stuff, um, I have a lot of strong and sometimes crying feelings about Steven Universe. Uh, so if you haven't jumped on that train, I recommend you do. Honestly, as a as a bit, my oldest went on this whole thing about what she was going to watch if they had to be quarantined. And it was a lot of anime that I didn't understand. Um, but TV shows, are, I'm really bad at TV shows because it's going to be everything. It could be movies know, as we well. Yeah, movies yeah, uh, Feel free to break out the extended editions of, of Lord of the Rings. Um, if you're into YA fiction, uh a series I stand pretty hard and I don't think gets enough love is the Pendragon books. Um, there are 10 of them. They are very quick reads. Oh yeah. No, the Bobby Pendragon books. Like it's very interesting. Um, a lot of, um, it's good. Um, so yeah, if you feel like reading maybe, um, the, uh, (laughs) first two books of the King killer Chronicles, um, I don't know if the third will ever come out at this point. Rothfuss is really leaning into his mythos as the next George R. R. Martin. So, uh, but the first two are excellent. And um, if you're not super into reading, the audiobooks are narrated by a really, really good narrator. So that's that's what I got. Maybe I probably have quite a few. Um, I'm gonna go with like happy stuff, right? Yeah. 
comforting, cool, happy stuff. Like I watch the same six series over and over again. I swear. Um, Parks and Rec, Supernatural, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. You know, that's, I mean, Supernatural is not a super happy series, but, you know, I'm stuck with it for 15 years. And it is a brilliant thing to binge because it'll take you days to get through. Oh, it'll yeah. take a long time to get through it. But besides those, I'm going to recommend a couple of really cool comedies. One is Schitt's Creek. Oh, Schitt's Creek is that's so on my good. To-watch Schitt's, Schitt's Creek is oh. so good. It's so queer friendly. It's such a wonderful little world to get into. And I think the first five seasons are available on Netflix. I'm yeah. not sure about Netflix fan Canada, but it is well, it's a Canadian show. So yeah. um, it was and, filmed uh, like five minutes away from my house. So. Right. Which you've never seen it. And it's just, it's just cause I suck. The sixth season is airing on pop. Uh, speaking of things that will start airing on pop again, I highly recommend watching the first three seasons of one day at a time. On the, Netflix. the the new one, right? The, the uh, new one. It's a reboot yeah. of a series from the seventies, but it's been updated. the The characters are all Cuban, um, and they deal with. I would say some of it is a little heavy handed because of what it is. It's a traditional sitcom with actually a laugh track, so it takes a little getting used to. But it's wonderful. The family is amazing. So good. The daughter is queer. I've heard really good stuff about it. Rita too. Moreno. Rita, and she has a non-binary partner. Um, who has a TikTok and makes really good content. It's legit I, hysterical. So, so they're such they're so cute. They deal with immigration issues. They deal with veterans issues, and they deal with Rena Moreno being the sassiest human being alive. Okay. So, um, and then in terms of other Latinx content, which I'm a big fan of, just just Jane the Virgin, just mm-hmm. binge Jane the Virgin, and my book recommendation is a book called How to Be a Normal Person by T.J. Klune. That's T and a J and a K-L-U-N-E. And it's about this sort of socially awkward guy that has a pet ferret and owns a video rental store no one goes to because nobody rents videos anymore because <laughs> it's this was written like just a couple of years back. But uh, a new gentleman, it's a romance novel, new gentleman comes to town how that relationship plays out, it uh they're it they're ace. It's oh. an ace, it's an asexual romance. Nice. Oh, I love it. Written by a queer writer. So I if have... you and I it's and it's really it, it's really fun and light while also being like super like, oh, I think people are really gonna be seen by this book. So it's a quirky queer romance about an ace character. So oh, I nice. I I love that one. It's just really it's it's a lot of fun. And also the 10th anniversary edition of American Gods lasts like 26 hours on audiobook and is really well narrated. <laughs> so that can take you through many, many weeks. So those are my recs. All right. I have two book recs since I didn't think of books before. Um, they're actually both series and they're kind of near and dear to my heart. Um, they're both historical uh, mystery series. One is Roman Sub Rosa by Stephen Saylor. That's S-A-Y-L-O-R. Uh, which is about Gordianus the finder who's actually um, becomes a detective. And it covers most of the Roman period up until the, the rise of Caesar. And then there are a couple of books of short stories. Um, but it's all about family dynamics and all about everything that's going on there. And it just, if you like history, you'll like it. And then the other series is the uh, Benjamin Jan- January series by Barbara Hamley, who also H-A-M-B-L-Y, who I believe also writes science fiction and fantasy and vampire novels. But this is actually a um, historical novel set uh, pre-Civil War. And the main characters are all people of color, um, as it was called back in New Orleans time. 
um, and all just about this demimonde of people who were actually freed slaves who were living and making money and, and running their own uh, businesses. And the main character actually it winds up being a detective along with being a musician. And he's also previously been a surgeon. He studied in Paris and then came back to the not United States because this is before the Civil War, before Louisiana became part of the States. And just it's really fascinating from a cultural point of view. And also most of your main characters are people of color. Um, and again, lots of different cultural things and just really well written. And it's one of those things I wish they would really adapt if they got like the right people behind it. Cause I think it'd be great. So two book series. <sighs> so in terms of my recommendations, obviously I would be remiss if I did not say the star Wars movies would take you a very long time to get through at this point. And actually Disney because of all of their cancellations and moving of movies, uh, they have released The Rise of Skywalker a couple of days early. Granted, it's The Rise of Skywalker, but that's an entirely <laughs> different <laughs> podcast. Yeah, 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 and yeah, people yeah, know yeah, my yeah, feelings yeah. about it. Certainly, those would take a long time to get through, even longer if you add in The Clone Wars, which is airing new episodes right now, and Rebels, and if you add in also the books, there's so much Star Wars stuff. It and the Mandalorian. To... And the man. Oh my God. How did I forget the Mandalorian? <laughs> Thank forget you. My baby. Uh, so there's all of that stuff available. You can go see all of it on Disney plus. Uh, if you wanted to throw in the holiday special and the Ewok movies, I'm pretty sure they're available on YouTube, but why would you want to watch those <laughs> now in terms of like TV shows? Um, definitely Dr. Who classic series. Like that's like, it's 60 years of, of content that you can watch. And it's, you know, uh, it's, it's campy. It's fun. Also, I really have to recommend the new DuckTales series, which oh. is only oh. two seasons, but it's so good. And I say this as somebody who actually only casually liked the original one. Like it kind of, I think like the, um, having like the quacking voices on the kids really started to grate at me. But, like, the voice acting on the new series is so good. David uh -huh. Tennant Gee, I can't imagine why you would think that. Well, not, it's, not just, it's not just David Tennant to Scrooge McDuck, though that is really great casting. So many of the other people they have on it are really good. I absolutely... Della Duck might be one of my favorite animated Disney characters ever. She is so good. And Huey and Dewey and Louie are, like, it's Ben Danny Schwartz. Pui, ben Schwartz and... Bobby something Bobby is it the Bobby, uh, Bobby Moynihan yeah. and then yeah. Lin Manuel Lin Manuel Miranda shows up yes. as well. Uh, he he's Gizmo Duck, yeah, and so does Catherine Tate. But it's it's such a good series. I I, I really love watching it. it. It's it works really well. Like if you're a kid or if you're an adult. So if you're home, like with your kids, like it's something that you can both enjoy watching together. And I know that's going to be an issue with a lot of people. They're going to, you know, be needing to watch after kids for a lot longer than they thought they were. Because I know here, like, March break is now, like, four weeks longer than it was supposed to be. Uh, <laughs> you um, can absolutely definitely watch um, with your slightly older kids one day at a time with, as a yeah. great family, great family show as well. Yeah, and a Doctor yeah. Who family show. And what you, what we do in the shadows is, I mean, I'd say like older teens, but not, I mean, like any, like probably over 10, 12, something like that, depending on their level of sophistication. But yeah, uh, something that has not been brought up is because I don't think any of us are really gamers, but for video games, dive into playing The Sims 4. 
The Sims 4 is available on Origin right now for, I think, $7. Is it 7 now? Something okay. like that. It's available for... Yeah, there are some good packs, too. Super, yeah. super cheap. For there cheap, are some yeah. great packs for it. And if you are like me and are totally morbid sense of gallows humor there is a great mod it is from sacrificial mods and it is a zombie apocalypse mod (laughs) and it is oh my god like it's really scary like you like i i am actually playing a zombie apocalypse right now because like because of things that are going on and basically my sims cannot leave the house because there are just so many zombies around my neighborhood and it's a lot of fun but like there's so many different mods for this game it's so fun you will lose yourself for hours uh so definitely check that out in terms of books i did already recommend the star wars books but um I suggest also checking out Vessel by Lisa A. Nichols, friend of the pod. Her book Vessel is really good. It's a it's a sci-fi thriller, a strong female character. Definitely check it out. And Lisa's such a great writer that please read that. And if you want if you're looking for something a little bit longer, uh, I was already talking about this a little bit on the podcast that we just recorded. Uh, the Death Note manga is amazing yeah a friend of mine um uh, actually the person who really got me to social media like online stuff years and years and years ago huge huge death note fan she also um she rps as l a lot in mm-hmm. assorted rps and I, i've sort of like absorbed it via via osmosis of her talking mm-hmm. about it and, and we see i saw part of the anime because yeah. it was on like I don't remember it was on some streaming thing and we were watching it together. I don't know where it is now, but I've heard the live action is horrible. Yeah, but well, with the Death- manga was uh, the anime was really good. With Death Note, there are like many different ways that you can absorb it. You can read the manga, you can watch the anime, and this is something where the subtitled and the dub version are kind of both good because I know there's a lot of people that you know can't you know read subtitles for whatever reason. The dub does hold up. So you can watch it like that. There is a live action Japanese movie, which is good. And it's actually in two parts. Both of those are good. I'll change the world. Not as good. The American Netflix version. Just don't even bother. So I've got another one I want to throw yes. in. Yes, uh, and, and, you know, all you would need to get into this is a very quick wiki of where the characters came over from. I cannot get enough of Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, and I'm not yeah. a DC person, and I haven't. And actually, you could probably watch the whole Arrowverse. Oh, that yeah, that would give you, you know because yeah. I haven't watched, but I really yeah. super queer. Like everybody on that show is like queer, queer, queer. The first season takes itself too seriously, and then it just gets ridiculous. Like they defeat a bad guy using a giant stuffed animal. Like it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So just, <laughs> it's, it's really like. 10 tons of fun. Yeah. I mean, like, I, 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 Troll skates is good. As yeah. Well. Another recommendation for me, actually, I mean, it's shorter because there's only been, I want to say like 15 episodes so far, but the series Stumptown, which is on ABC. And, so and you can find it on um, the, all the, the back episodes are probably on, on ABC on demand. They're definitely on Hulu again because the whole ABC Disney thing, but it is fantastic. It's Colby Smulders, um, who is just amazing. Um, 
it's so queer friendly that the main character is bisexual. And what's really nice is nobody like sits there and stops and like does this whole, Oh, well tell me about, you know, blah, blah, blah. She just is Dex just is who she is. Mm -hmm. And she's also a former Marine who's got PTSD and everybody in, on the show, except maybe her brother are like damaged people, but in the best way possible. And it's really great because, you know, one of her love interests is African-American. Another one's like a white guy. She's had girlfriends. It, it, it just goes on. It's also really good mystery and really good. I, I like it because it's also like very feminist and the main character. I mean, you know, she kicks ass and she's like an action heroine. So. I actually, that's my favorite new show on TV. Mine too. Right now, really. like watching. Also, the first six seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race are on Hulu Plus. Okay. So just so you know. <laughs> for, for anybody that ha doesn't have access to any sort of streaming services or cable or whatever, I suggest binging on things on YouTube. There are some fantastic, basically, TV shows. Uh, I particularly love cooking shows, so I am always watching Bon Appetit. I love binging with Babish. It's just there's yeah. If you like what I do, like on on this show where I'm like, well, I think this is what happened. Film theory or game theory is also really good. If you don't have access to these types of things, please utilize your local libraries. Most are doing limited hours, so they're not hosting things at the space. But speaking for our local public libraries, um, reserving stuff online and going to pick it up, um, libraries should. <laughs> And frequently do have very good um, accessibility policies. So like having things brought to your car and things like that are an option. Also, um, I, I believe depending on what the, you can get um, audiobooks and ebooks from your library also. Yes. Uh, yeah, um, there is. If you have a library card, I think it's Overdrive. Is, Overdrive. Yeah. Overdrive and there's one called Hoopla. It's also Hoopla. really, really good. And uh, I would also like to recommend... The You Must Remember This podcast, yeah. which is oh. an exploration it's, it's of it. It's, there's episodes podcast. and episodes, and it's uh, Karina Longworth, and she digs into, like, Hollywood, old Hollywood stuff in a way that's really smart and feminist and uh, one just really amazing. Or you can listen to all of our old back episodes. Yeah, you can listen to all of our, our old back episodes, or there's also... Uh, I do the Trash Compactor podcast, uh, which if you're into Star Wars, we talk about a ton of different stuff. Uh, Jan and I both uh, did uh, uh, Drag Hags, um, and we did, what, two seasons of that? Yeah, two, and I think at least one season of All-Stars, so. Well, we did, uh, we did one season of All-Stars, one season of the regular, so there's not a ton of episodes of that, but it's, it's something for you to do. We really get to if you like us talking about the outfits on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you will like us talking about the outfits on RuPaul's Drag Race. So if you're a music fan, I highly recommend Dolly Parton's America for podcast. It really deep dives and not just Dolly, who I'm a huge fan of, but sort of the world around her and how it relates to you. Um, it's great. Right. Yeah, so. The other thing I'm going to recommend, if you if you can do streaming, but you can't afford to get any like streaming services, Pluto TV is free. Um, it has um, commercials oh. on it, but it's got like over a hundred separate channels, including one that's dedicated to RuPaul's Drag Race, one that's dedicated to Midsummer Murders, one that's dedicated to Degrassi, uh, The Next Generation, James Bond, and then there's also sitcoms, Britcoms, um, all sorts of movies from different periods, horror movies, etc., and also a Doctor Who channel. Um, the only downside of it is that you, there's no like you have to like go online and check the schedule because they don't really list anything. 
more than like a couple hours in advance. And so it's just, and you can't, I think there is a, uh, an on-demand service connected to it also, but you can get it on your phone. You can get it on your computer. You can get it on uh, streaming television. So if you have, if you can listen to us and you can actually have some internet, you can check out Pluto and at least it's, you can watch a lot of different stuff that you might not have known that was out there. So I think that we have given a lot of recommendations at this point as to. And you're things. more than welcome to ask us on our social media about any of these specific things. And we'll talk to you about it. Like, or if you have things to suggest to us, that's cool. No. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you just want to uh, bullshit about Buffy uh, while this is going on, we love bullshitting about Buffy, obviously, because <laughs> we do a podcast. So we will do that like till the, you know, you know, the sun the explodes. So contact <laughs> us at, at Hellmouth Return or on YouTube at Return to the Hellmouth or at Patreon at Return to the Hellmouth. So there's so many places you can find us and we will talk about Buffy with you. Uh, and really, we just want y'all to be safe. You know, what what's going on is super scary, but all we can do is stick together and try to weather this. What can't we face if, if we're, we're together? together? There we go. <laughs> so uh, we'll be back soon with a new episode. So until then, grr arg. Grr arg. Grr arg. Grr arg.